Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Wednesday, September 25th. Michael, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. This is the 22nd episode. <laughs> it's of actually Tell me my you know. sister's birthday. Oh, why right on? Yeah. Very cool. She shares a birthday with a really important date in, in everybody's history now. The recording of our 22nd. It's correct. Happy birthday, Joanna. Happy birthday, Joanna. Uh, I know she's listening, right? She is. All right, right Through on. Google. She's our maybe one of our only Google listeners. Good deal. Uh, it's hump day, halfway through the week. Got to play a little, uh, got a golf trip coming up this weekend. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And then Chattanooga. Down to Tennessee. Some buddies. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Last weekend was great. The dogs beat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Destroyed. <laughs> Six point destruction. I mean, I, but were we ever not going to lose win that game? I don't know, man. I got a little. Uh, I was never worried. Yeah. It was a long day of football watching that. It was. Uh, I was very hungover on Sunday. Yeah, it was a long Sunday. I did something kind of embarrassing on Sunday. What'd you do? Most people will probably order DoorDash like twice in one day, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, well, have you ever had the same <laughs> delivery guy come to your apartment door? Because <laughs> I had the same guy both times, and what? he definitely laughed at me. He did? Oh, yeah. He was just like, uh, you again? Did you order from someplace borderline you should have walked to? Uh, no. No, it was like uh, some like bad Chinese food, and then like, I can't remember what else I got. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, the same dude. I didn't know. I, I was like, oh, this is the same guy. I'm going to be so embarrassed. And I put the door, <laughs> just this little squat dude staring at me, kind of laughing and handing me a bag of food. My, mom, my mother's going to kill me for getting DoorDash even once in a day. She said it is very expensive. But I mean, it on, saves you some time. Well, yeah. I mean, it saved my life on Sunday, basically. Yeah. Um, if there's a day to do it, Sunday's the day to do it. Yeah. I love DoorDash. You Postmates guy? No, I just try not to do it at all. Uh, just because it makes you feel bad that just lazy it's just a lot of extra charge yeah and i could just like either drive or walk somewhere if i'm gonna buy food or i should just yeah. go to the grocery store more often and uh that's yeah that's true keep my own should my, go. my refrigerator stocked let's be better michael okay we'll, we'll make a promise to start we'll, being better i'll hold you accountable you hold me accountable right on all right we'll do that um last week we had a i guess it wasn't a correction but we had a a, a listener right in a retraction yeah or well, an addition really yeah we had another one this week. Uh, you were talking about... Of course, it's me. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not a retract. It's just an, an, in addition to, right? So you had mentioned last week during your Cannonball Run <clears throat> uh, topic that the, in the 70s when it started, there was a 55-mile-per-hour speed limit, right? Yes. And so apparently in the 70s, there was a gas shortage. And so they created that 55-mile-per-hour mi- speed limit to the slower you go, the less fuel you burn, right? Yeah. yeah this, so this that was true. kind of the reason to throw it in there. And like any other stat that we spout off uh, on this show, I'm not going to fact check it. I'm just going to thank our listener mom for that one. I appreciate she, that, mom. She is, she is right about that. Yeah. There was a gas shortage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that, was, that was a good piece of information <laughs> to we're, add. We're not in a gas shortage anymore. Yeah. If you got anything you want to send us, we are open. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we get into this? Uh, I don't think so. No? I'm, I'm interested in this topic. All right. Well, are you ready to go there? Yes. We're going to go there today. I can't wait. Tell me what you know about cancel culture. Cancel culture? Yeah. Ooh. This is when... Uh, you disagree somebody disagrees with what like a host has said and they want to take away the show right to cancel the show right well so uh, most recently was the guy for saturday night live right shane gillis yes i saw some of that but i didn't follow that exact story right so he had made some uh racist jokes and kind of made, did some asian impressions on yeah. a podcast and yeah. said you know he was as a comedian he's trying to you know he was just 
being edgy and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Ended mm-hmm. up uh, costing his job his job on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he had just been hired. They went back in his past. Immediately found this stuff, and now he doesn't <laughs> have a job at Saturday Night Live. It's so stupid. Uh, also, it's, this last weekend, a kid put a sign up on game day. Do you see this? We're going to get to that. Okay. We're going to get to that for sure. I mean, but that kind of falls I, into a different category. I, yeah. Cause you're not canceling him. Right. It's just, it's <clears> just <throat> this backlash to what you'd said so long ago. It's just, right. uh, let's leave these things inside of their, their temporal bubbles. Right. So essentially it's like canceling somebody is a, is a cultural boycott, right? Yeah. You're saying I'm, I'm done with you. I'm not going to consume you anymore. If I'm not consuming you, then, then that's the ultimate boycott, right? Well, so, right. So it's kind of crazy because one, I think that uh, people that get canceled for the most part, it helps them. Like it makes for the most part, right? So there's definitely extreme cases like uh, Kevin Spacey, Mm -hmm. Roseanne, right? Yeah. They, aren't really bouncing back from that kind of thing. But if yeah. you think about like a guy like Logan Paul, right. Who filmed, you know, as a YouTuber, he filmed that uh, dude who had killed himself in the suicide force in Japan. Yeah. And he's still from what I, what I think is like, it makes your people, the people that like you already, your fans, they have to defend you so much harder. They grow closer to you. Right. And then anybody that maybe didn't know about you, the notoriety is out there. And so now you have more exposure. Right. Well, Logan Paul, I think it depends on how you've entered the culture stream. Hmm. If you're Donald Trump and you're just sort of always saying crazy things, and then that's like basically your brand is to say crazy things, then you get a lot, you get away with a lot more stuff. But if you try to come out here, this is sort of I feel or what I'm told is the backlash to Tiger Woods. Right. If you come out and you present yourself with some level of formality or you know respect. Uh, and then something comes out about you later, the fall is so much longer, right? higher. Well, and so the thing about it as well is it's, it is this boycott, right? Uh, that you can't come back from essentially and put that in air quotes because a lot of people do, but it's not about like redemption or learning from your mistakes. It's about excommunicating this person, right? Yeah, like they're, yeah. they're done, which is kind of dangerous. I think, I mean, there are some cases where it's like, all right, you know, Maybe this person was raping young girls and that, that well, probably you shouldn't I think it's to. it's a much different thing about if somebody had says something versus somebody doing something. Right. I, I think there's just a massive difference between the action and the joke or the, you know, I'm saying I said this. Yeah. You know. Like maybe the joke's just not good. It's just not maybe the Yeah. Maybe the joke just wasn't good or, or maybe the joke was three years ago that joke kind of played right. and now three three years later it so doesn't you have to look at like do you think it was actually a malicious thing that somebody yeah, was saying exactly coming from a place of them like actually feeling this way or yeah. was it or even just understanding their their emotional context for right. doing it maybe they're just really mad at somebody else i'm just saying to your point about canceling somebody excommunicating them from our society that's a dangerous thing for sure for based upon just or you had a somebody had a bad day they lashed out and they they said something that they knew was going to get a rise out of somebody else is it redeeming? No. But is it to the point that they should never be heard from again? No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's if obviously somebody's raping somebody, then yeah, maybe there's a different, you need to go to, to prison. Sure. That's what that we excommunicate you to prison. Right. Right. I mean, obviously there are, I mean, I don't even need to say this. There's multiple like schools of thought here. Right. So there's some people that argue that it's a dangerous trend and uh, it's kind of, kind of, you know, hurt the, the arts and like the comedy and stuff like that, whatever free thought. Uh, a lot of the times those are the people that are being targeted, I feel like mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the people are saying, well, it's, you know, it's actually just accountability for your actions. Right. Uh, 
and 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 actually, I, I didn't know this before, but it was it was been called call out culture since like the seventies, I think. Right? Okay. So it's like the act of of calling somebody out instead right. of you know not not necessarily like a a figure that has power, but being like you know in the civil rights movement, uh, you know, black women would say, okay, well, this, these white women don't understand our our plight or whatever, and they would have a call out type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously with internet, yeah, everything changed. Yeah, because everybody's got a voice. Everybody right. has a platform. And you don't know what everybody take everybody off. has a platform to fuck up as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's a very slippery slope. But at some level, I think it's good to have this um, consequence out there for people. Like I think there are certain people that thrive on saying inflammatory things, and they they grind that line constantly, mm-hmm. um, and and just push people around. And I think that some people like. You want to have a backlash or a, uh, you want to boycott um, one of the Fox News anchors, Bill O'Reilly. Sure. Um, he has been known to say things that are, are that they incite a reaction. Sure. And are not always the full story. And it just seems like in one news cycle, this, somebody like that can say something. And then it just, you know, this news cycle continues and it's now some new topic. And they just are still standing there ready to just say what other crap they want to say. Yeah. And and from that standpoint I understand this this hey let's let's stop letting this guy get support from his advertisers and like let's boycott it. So if nobody's watching it then you won't get the advertisers. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But um yeah, this this this, this like quick Twitter style like you could you could be you could just wake up one day and go to bed <laughs> be canceled. <laughs> be canceled. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh I I read a it was a, a uh, opinion column in the New York Times talking about uh, somebody was saying that it's the ultimate expression of agency, canceling someone, right? It's like a breakup. You're saying like, I'm taking back my power. Right. Uh, I'm not cons- I'm not giving you any more of my time, any more of my energy, that kind of thing. What do you think about that? On some level, I understand it. It's yeah. just, it it breaks down to what the reason is and, and is there any form of redemption for these people right. or... This sounds to me like they're dead to them. Like, right. Well, I want to so, I I never see anything else that you post or write again. Right. Well, one problem I have with that, I think, I don't fully agree with it because from what I've seen, from my point of view, the ones doing the canceling aren't typically people who are consuming this person anyway, right? I right. think a lot of times it's like they already disagree with them. You can't cancel somebody who you're not you already know, supporting. Right. Yeah. I, Maybe you, I mean, you can say you can, I mean, but everything is canceled now. It's like, oh, 2018, fuck that, that year, that's canceled. Canceling 2018. <laughs> if I go out and shoot 100 this weekend, all three rounds, golf is canceled. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to cancel, uh, cancel culture right now. If I, if I can't have cancel fun, culture is nobody canceled. can have fun. I just canceled it. There's <laughs> no over. more. Yeah, it's over. Uh, but huh. so you did bring up the point of that guy, uh, uh, Carson King. I thought, I mean, this is so, a crazy little story. This kind of goes back to the meme milkshake duck. Are you familiar with milkshake duck? No. So basically there was, there was a Twitter post several years ago that got a ton of views. Cause it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, the tweet was, it was just, just words, no picture. And it says the whole internet loves milkshake duck, a lovely duck that drinks a milkshake. Asterix five seconds later, we regret to inform you milkshake duck is racist. <laughs> so you, you have like, remember Ken bone from the debate, right? Yes. Uh, oh, something came guy, out of that. Then the red well, sweater. So yeah. He was at, he asked a question at one of the debates. It was an instant legend. Cause he had that red pullover. Yeah. He was a portly little dude. Yeah. The mustache. Uh, he got like quarter of a million followers that night. Basically <laughs> he did a, he did a Reddit AMA the next day uh-huh. or several days later, whatever, after all of his TV appearances. 
uh, and used his same Reddit handle that he'd been using as a commenter for years before that. (laughs) So he's got comments on like uh, pregnant women porn, basically saying that they're beautiful human submarines. (laughs) 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 It's not that bad, I guess. There were some other things that maybe like had to do with Trayvon Martin that probably weren't great, but it's like, oh, this really cool thing comes into all of our lives. And then, oh, we regret to inform you, Milkshake Duck is a racist. Right, right. So tell the story about Ben Carson, so or Carson King. Carson King. Uh, ben Carson. If you guys don't know about this, this past or two weekends ago, uh, college game day was in Ames, Iowa for the Iowa-Iowa State game. Carson King, I don't remember which school. he. I guess he went to Iowa State, I'm guessing. He went to one of them. Anyway, held up a sign on college game day on the show on ESPN and said uh, something along the lines of, Please send money. My bush light supply needs to be replenished and had his Venmo handle there. Yeah. He got over a million dollars in donations That's that cr- day. That's so crazy. At like around $1,500, he said, uh, I'm going to donate all the money that I received to this children's hospital in Iowa and keep just enough to buy myself a case of beer. And the beer company. Anheuser-Busch was like, Anheuser- send a, give him a uh, beer for you- a year, a year supply of beer. And they were going to match. They're, and they're when they they're still gonna do that. They were gonna, gonna they were gonna match whatever uh, was raised by by Carson King. Uh, obviously, this got picked up in local news and national uh, national news. But the local news, a guy for the Des Moines Register, uh, yeah. went back. I guess he did an interview with him and went back and found some tweets from from Carson's past from seven years ago when Carson was sixteen, 16? saying some not great things. There's no uh, nobody knows what they were because apparently he's deleted them. The, the guy like. Carson deleted them before the story came out. Carson also, anyway. I heard they were Tosh.0 quotes. They were apparently Tosh.0 quotes as well. Yeah. So this guy, think about this. This uh, reporter has the option of, okay, uh, this guy's doing a great thing for kids. I found some bad tweets in his past. Do I just tell him about them and then he can delete them and that's that? Or do I publish an article and mention that this guy who's getting ready to donate a million and a half dollars to a children's hospital uh, may have said some things that weren't great when he was 16 years old. I know the decision I would make, and it would not be doing anything to harm this kid or right. like make it seem like he's not a good person. Or well, they went ahead right. and they post they posted that he had made some bad tweets before, right? Anheuser Busch dropped whatever partnership they were going to have with in him like they, a day. Ag- in a day, agreed to keep donating the money to the children's hospital. Uh, one thing Carson did, which was great, was that he uh, held a TV press conference before the article ran and said, you know, I've tweeted some stuff out in the past. I'm not proud of it. I completely understand everything going on. This guy's 23. He's 23. It's such a what a nothing and apparently, story. And apparently these were like just, there's so much good coming out of this story. And then you have to just go and be like, oh, well, you know what? When you were 16, you, you repeated some Tosh.0 jokes. Oh, canceled. Canceled. We don't even want to hear from you again. Can't do anything the rest of your life. Side note, kind of silver lining, the reporter, you know, obviously. Instant karma. Instant karma. Everybody went back in his Twitter and saw him using, multiple times using the N-word. Probably worse stuff. Talking about, like, homophobic stuff. Yeah. Like, what are you... (laughs) That's like, rule number one is, if you're going to be Twitter police, you better make sure you're you're clean. Your history's clean, right? he's throwing stones in a glass house. Crazy stuff. Uh... I, I read that story I, yeah, and I was, mean, and it's just so people just got to stop. Do they just have to stop? Well, so long story short, right? Uh, I think there's a, a ton of people out there who don't give a shit one way or the other. The only thing they care about, the only thing they live for is to like anonymously ruin somebody else's life. Right. That's the only thing they've got going. And so they try and undo all of this good 
just praying and digging that there's a little bit of bad back there somewhere. Also, what is what is the monetary value of that story to the Iowa p- p- paper? It, it must be like a few thousand dollars, maybe Who in knows? advertising, maybe. Who knows? It's just so it's bonkers to me that you're just chasing clicks, right? And that, that's what that story is. Well, it's either that or right? or you you consider yourself to be some kind of holier than thou saint. You're like, oh, you know what? I gotta, you know, I have to come down on you for being I, bad in the past. I would love to know if that is the if if that's the the perception that that guy is running. Like in his head, he's like, man, am I doing the wrong thing about if I don't tell well, other people? That's the about this? that's the statement the paper made the the executive editor made but that's a bullshit reason like you know that that's like that guy can take that and he knows he's being he's not being truthful in that he's doing it for clicks yeah and i get it he came out and was like it's a story was gonna get clicks and we need the money because we're a paper yeah i would be like almost like i get i understand where you're coming from kind of an asshole but if you're gonna elevate it to be some moral high ground argument fuck off (laughs) like that's so ridiculous you know it's ridiculous pulling tweets 140 character sentences a 16 year old wrote what did you you think it was gonna be shakespeare yeah just leave it there just don't touch it it's archived it's so stupid yeah it's dumb oops sorry oops sorry about that noise guys um yeah it's very aggravating don't put stuff online that's really people are stupid people are dumb and not inherently bad i don't think just stupid just stupid young and dumb but to me the editor here is equally as stupid as 16 year old carson king sure i always feel weird saying like oh thank god social media wasn't around in my day because it makes me think like you know, oh, I would have done something bad. But no, I was just dumb as well, you know? I'm sure that there was like, um, I would have put like an embarrassing uh, rap tweet out there or something. That guy's not, he's sitting around, right, ex- exactly. You're sitting around with your friends who are the only people that follow you right. and like whatever bots do. And you just send something to them and it's so, it's just fade away into the ether. And it's, like you people are going to have to be okay acknowledging the fact that they just need to let that go. Right. And I don't know if they will. They, I don't think it people will. People are crazy. I, it doesn't seem like it's going away. No. Cancel culture is very much still on, despite the fact that I canceled it like five minutes ago. <laughs> um, I, I watch Bill Maher every... I, he's every a guy who's impervious to being canceled. Well, this is Other than uh, by ABC, but... It it depends on where, where you came into the media full yeah like how, like what what your perception in the media is right if you're if you've got a license to be well it's like some of the you, you have a license it's like some of the comedian the white comedians that can get away with saying the n-word on stage yeah you know yeah um but do you think tosh.0 would even be a show that would get it on tv right get on get released on tv i don't or on think Netflix the office would be on tv anymore. yeah you listen to that, a lot of those jokes and they're borderline for today it's crazy it's crazy it kind of sucks. Lighten up. Yeah. I think that one thing we might see about this is just like a big swing back the other direction, maybe. Oh, I think it will swing. I mean, South Park made a joke about that. It was like the six, there were like seven years in the 60s where everybody was super sensitive and then, it, <laughs> and then people got over it. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but God bless Ken Bone. Yeah. I haven't thought about Ken Bone. His <laughs> names are fantastic. Carson King. Yeah. What a great yeah. name. Yeah. All right. Well, I I mean, that was kind of, I knew that was going to be a bit of kind of all over the place. No, I, I liked uh, it. That was an interesting topic. I thought it was kind of interesting, especially with what's been going on with like, uh, with Shane Gillis. And we didn't really touch on that. I, I don't really want to just because I don't, I haven't like seen everything that he's done. I don't know him. Like, uh, I don't know his work. I mean, so obviously I don't know him, but I don't know like his work. So it seemed pretty quick to fire him. 
but also like if you're if you're Saturday Night Live, you're not you're not vetting your employees. That was on a podcast from like a year or two ago. You also got to like, think. You also got to think for them. Comedy is sort of people that people that do comedy are on a line. You're either like that. That was a joke that was in bounds, or it's out of bounds. And they just told all their comedians that if you go out of bounds, you're fired. Well, and this is nothing that hadn't been said already, but if, for everybody out there in our audience, I mean, think about some of the skits that that Saturday Night Live used to do. They used to have uh, Belushi as a samurai. I mean, yeah. they had Mike Myers running a Japanese game show. Yeah. I, every, every, it's a, they've done a lot that's borderline. And it's still and Lorne Michaels. Exactly. It's still the same guy. And that's really, and that's really the point I would, I'm, I'm trying to make is they're, they're showing and telling all of their comedians that it's kind of new in town. There's a new share. There's a new Lorne in town. New Lorne in town. I think that's, it's just crazy for now though. Hopefully we'll get past this and we can get back to some like raunchier jokes. <laughs> we really just missed the jokes, people. That's right. That's right. Easy well, for uh, two white guys to say, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll keep it right in the middle. That's right. We're not being canceled after this show. I guarantee you. After this topic, cancel me. All right. Um, That's all I got. All right. Well, it's a good topic. I Thanks. appreciated that one. Right. On. Well, I've got a real blue collar topic. Well, we are heading down to Tennessee this weekend. That's right. Uh, we are going to Lookout Mountain, Georgia. Michael, tell me what you know about Lookout Mountain. Uh, Lookout Mountain is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, uh, just mostly. Outside. Is there Chattanooga, Georgia? Because I know it's on the line. It's right on the line. Um, is that bleed over into Georgia? I mean, I know like some parts our friend's of, house apparently is in half. Like yeah. half is in one state, half is in the other. Yeah. That's how they were able to get in-state tuition at both public universities. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it was a sacrifice they had to make living on the line. It's tough. Um, I like how Ward was like, uh, where do you want to live? He's like, we're in Georgia. Yeah, that's right. We're not going to the Tennessee schools. Yeah. And then, uh, so then there's also another mountain, Signal Mountain, right around there, I believe, as well. But it's, anyway, it's a mountain in the Appalachian mountain chain. Yeah. Great Smoky Mountains, maybe. I uh, actually didn't look up to be which chain it was in. Oh, they're not the Rockies, so you're not interested, I guess. No, exactly. Anyway, Lookout Mountain. Uh, yeah, that's there's a golf course there. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- it's a very steep drive up that mountain. It is a very steep drive. Yeah. So you can see stev- seven states from the top of Lookout Mountain. Really? Seven states. You right, can let me see, name them. Yeah, okay, go ahead. North Carolina. Yes. Virginia. No. Really? Oh yeah, no, it's right. Sorry, that was dumb. North Carolina, uh, South Carolina. Yep. Georgia. Yep. Alabama. Yep. Tennessee. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, the only other options would be like Mississippi and Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, that's six. Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, <laughs> Kentucky, South Carolina, North Carolina, and where's my seventh? Oh, that's what it is. It's just Kentucky and Virginia. Yeah, that was right. So start with saying, um, oh, you you were right. <laughs> so you can see seven states. <laughs> you can see seven states from the top. And you want to try and name them all? <laughs> yeah. uh, Utah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'll figure out some way to edit that to make it funny. Yeah. Um, but yes, you can see Virginia. You are correct. Nice. nice. Yeah. But it's 120 miles to 
uh, Virginia and Kentucky. Uh, it's gotta be a very clear day, I guess. Yeah. It's gotta be a clear day. Yeah. Um, 80 miles to South Carolina, 50 miles to North Carolina, uh, half mile to Tennessee and Georgia you're in. So, right. Right. You're in okay. it. So there've been two battles at Lookout Mountain, two, two battles, not in the same war. Okay. So, uh, in the early 1800s, there was a battle against the Cherokee uh-huh. that happened on Lookout Mountain. And who, then who won? Uh, not the Cherokee. Not the Cherokee. Yeah. Uh, and then later there was a battle of Lookout Mountain, which was uh, the Confederates versus the Union in the Civil War. Right on. 1863. I believe. Okay. Uh, the Union won this battle. No. Which I was kind of surprised to to find out. As a as an away game for them. Yeah, and also if you're the Confederates, you've got elevated ground. Yeah. Like, that's a tough tough one to to battle on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was like ten thousand. The Union brought 10,000 soldiers against like 8,500. Uh, and they basically just like wiped out everybody down at the bottom. Hmm. And it kind of forced them. They were kind of up on this island now. And then they. So hey, they Harry, yeah. I'm coming up. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. The, Fuck. So that Sorry. happened. God damn it. All right. So that happened in uh, the 1880s. Yeah. So then afterwards, this guy owned a bunch of land mm-hmm. up on Lookout Mountain. His name was Garnet Carter. Okay. All right. So Garnet Carter owned a, he owned 700 acres up there. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, Sam, when he was in high school or middle school, elementary school, our friend to, Sam, our friend Sam, who lives there, he went to Fairyland Elementary. Yes, I did. And so that. you realize that Lookout Mountain has a lot of Fairyland. Um, I believe there's a road called Peter Pan up there. There might be. Yes, there's a Peter Pan road. Yeah. So Garnet had a wife named Frida. Okay. Frida was in love with old English and European folklore. Okay. And so what she wanted to do was like have this sanctuary. Okay. Have with like gnomes in different places, maybe some trolls, it's different things. So everything kind of goes through this lens of this old folklore. So Garnet wanted to build a community on top of Lookout Mountain. And to anchor the community, he decided to put a golf course. So, look at Mountain Golf Course. Yes. Well, while the golf course was being building, people were getting kind of feisty. They wanted to get up there. They wanted something to do. Uh-huh. So, what came out of this was the continuation of putt-putt golf. Really? So, uh, Garnet created Tom Thumb putt-putt. Okay. Do you know who Tom Thumb is? Yeah, he's a little... Uh miniature person. little miniature thing uh, from from english I folklore i don't want to get canceled i don't know what the word is this day, so. <laughs> uh yeah a midget yeah i don't know That's, if we can say that one uh well, the only reason why I, I, i'd say the word yeah is because there was an article written about like midget golf gotcha and they called it yeah gotcha uh in like a scientific that american in the not 1930s written in 2019. yeah no it was the 1930s <laughs> so it's like yeah the the proliferation of of putt golf so he he patents um, Tom Thumb Golf. Okay. And that's why they have all the, the windmills and like the weird things, the gnomes yeah. and different things. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of still stays inside of this uh, English cool. folklore thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it takes off in the United States. Like 25,000 Tom Thumb Putt Putt golf courses are, are built over the next, like the, through the Roaring So 20s. he was franchising this out. To yeah. Like, oh, he made some money on yeah. doing this. Well, that, but that was, that was what was so funny about it is they, he built this little golf course mm-hmm. to satiate people while the bigger one was being built. Right. And it ended up being like proliferated. A lot of golf hungry people there. Then there was a big crash, uh-huh. the 28 crash. And like through the thirties, it still was like pretty big. Yep. Um, 
and it just sort of like puttered out. <laughs> God, I so was debating whether or not to say that was depressing because of the depression that was going on uh, as well. well. There you go. We both the dad uh, jokes. I, I refrained. You went full <laughs> full bore into it. Well, so still a good story here, okay? Because Lookout Mountain is also known as Rock City, and That's it was, right. and it had been known for Rock City for quite some time. Well, Rock City is a is a uh, attraction there, correct? Exactly. Right. So, continue the story sure. after the putt putt. Frida gets back to work. Frida, she's a toiler. She creates this whole walk that you can go on and calls it Rock City. Okay. So she she doesn't call that. It has been called that. Right. But she, they, they kind of she put gnomes up again. A lot of gnomes. Frida's kind of a little uh, uh, sourced a little loopy. She, a little sourced like different flowers from all around the country. Yeah. Uh, build this whole thing. This and there's a walk you can go on, uh, which I, I think we should go on when we were there. Uh, <laughs> that culminates in this like it, this where you can view all seven states. Ah, okay. There's a waterfall. Hmm. Uh, there's Fairyland caverns in here. You can go down and you can see these like little uh, like dioramas set up with other little trinkets of things sure um but yeah so to to advertise that rock city was this place that you could go to it's like a roadside attraction what is kind of interesting this is the beginning of roadside attractions becoming a thing mm-hmm. because the interstate highways were getting much better sure. and so there were just a lot more people on the road mm-hmm. so i found this kind of interesting like oh people are we need to get some, all you got we need is, to get people to stop here like i do is put rocks on top of rocks basically <laughs> exactly or you can get a big coffee mug yeah or the biggest ball of yarn in kansas cannonball run we saw uh the jesse james wax factory <laughs> whatever you can do wax museum yeah to get to whatever you can get people to do to pull over yeah. um thought that was pretty interesting but uh so to advertise they they told they, they gave a painter mm-hmm. um Go around to all these these farms and go to their their barns and you can paint the, the paint the barn for free as long as you write Sea Rock City, mm-hmm. Chattanooga, ten, atop Lookout Mountain, Tennessee. So they would say we'll paint your barn for free as yeah. long as we can advertise. As long Rock as we City. can advertise on top of it. And that's why you see all those birdhouses that are painted like that. Exactly everywhere. Now it's, it's for people. They're still painted like this, just out of out of nostalgia. Yeah. For this, and I found that pretty interesting. That's, that's pretty cool. And it grew like crazy after this. It, yeah. it grew slowly, but. Yeah. But surely, exponentially, eventually, Frida, Frida might have been the uh, the smarter one of the Garnet Carter family. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, although putt putt, I will say uh, there was a big a big increase in putt putt around 1998 when I turned 10 years old. Was there? Yeah, I played a ton. <laughs> I was responsible <laughs> for, for you. It got exactly. a lot bigger. That's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's basically Lookout Mountain. Lookout Mountain is uh, is a cool place as well. I I'd think. Love uh, it, well, first of all, Lookout Mountain is beautiful, but Chattanooga is very underrated, I think, as a city. Honestly, I think it it could be my favorite city in Tennessee and one of my favorite cities in the South. It's beautiful. It's got a lot going on. It's got the river there, mm-hmm. great restaurants, cool it's been outdoor revitalized stuff to do, for sure, too, over the exactly. last 10 or 15 years. Exactly. And I'm excited to play uh, Sweetens Cove, which if you don't know about Sweetens Cove and you are into golf, check out Sweetens Cove. It's a nine-hole course. Uh but there are multiple pins on every single hole. People say that if you know what you're doing out there, there's about 70 holes to play. Basically. Did you say 100,000 square feet of greens? Yeah, there's 100,000-ish, maybe more square That's feet crazy. of greens to play. There's one number four is called the king hole. It's a par three. You can play either 90 or 200 yards. It's got a 20,000 square foot green. That's so crazy. I mean, enormous. That's huge. Right? 
uh, lots lots of greener regulations going on this weekend, I think. <laughs> a lot of greens. And then a lot, a lot of four putts afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> lots of four putts, lots of GIRs. Um, well, I appreciate the topic on Lookout yeah. Mountain. I'm not going to cancel Lookout Mountain just yet. No. It depends on how my golf game goes. I don't think it's racist at all up there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not. really excited to see the view. And I don't know why in going all this time I haven't gone over and done the Rock City walk. Like, I'm definitely going to do that. In between, oh, in what, between rounds, our 36 maybe. holes on Saturday. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. Maybe wake up Sunday morning, go see Rock City. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. All right, excellent. Guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate uh, all the feedback and everybody, uh, everybody's comments, uh, good or bad. We do like good criticisms. So uh, keep them coming. Keep spreading the word. And uh, we will be back next week. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Boop-a-doop-a-doop.